0: Good morning, and thank you for joining the Automation Morning Show. My name is Sean Tierney, and today is Thursday, January 19th, and I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to spend some time with us and learn about all the news and happenings in industrial automation for this Thursday. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. And the first article I have here, this is one about Phoenix Contact acquiring is5 now i usually don't cover these because there's not a lot interesting in them but i've never heard about is5 so um i wanted to see what they made and they make some pretty cool stuff you can see here um, a lot to do with networking and networking software so i thought that was pretty interesting so uh, phoenix now owns them phoenix contact and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they integrate that line into what they already have next we want to take a look at this opto blog from Opto 22. Now we had talked about the onshore well-site automation show 2023 down in Houston and online. And, um, you know, I saw this article come out uh, last night that says that they're going to be doing some demonstrations of using their groove Epic PLC and IO with MQTT. So I thought some of the viewers might be interested in that demonstration. So I wanted to bring that up in our next story is, uh, this is from KUKA robots and, uh, they have this uh, this great new product line that can lift up to, I think it was 1700 pounds or 800 kilograms. And um, you can see it's different because it has that double arm design there for the base arm. And uh, the new line is called the KR4Tech Ultra. And apparently this was something that uh, the customers were asking for. They wanted robots that could pick up something heavier. And so I just found this really interesting. Um, if you want to know the details, if you have some heavy lift applications for robot arms, definitely check this out. And I, I'm sure other manufacturers do something similar, but this was just news uh, last night. So I wanted to bring it to you this morning. So with that, I will go to the next article here. And uh, this is, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I've been following uh, several of the forums out there from the different major vendors. And um, this was a post by Ron Bliss over on the uh, Engage forum from Rockwell. And I thought it was very helpful because it goes through and talks about, you know, what just came out, you know, 118, what just came out with Factory Talk links Gateway. So, you know, as you probably know, Iris Links Classic has kind of been depreciated and Rockwell's moving towards supporting Factory Talk links Gateway and all their products. Links Gate Links Factory Talk links or, or Iris Lynx Enterprises, it was formerly known, you know, was redesigned from the ground up to be super efficient with Rockwell's current generation of products, the Control Logics and Compact Logics, right? Where RS Links, you know, that really goes all the way back to Win Links and was designed for the PLC Five Six Five Hundred type applications, State Highway Plus applications. So, um, and while it works really well, you can understand why they'd want us to do a rewrite, you know, several years ago to to make something that's really uh, optimized for the control logics and compact logics. And you know, it's grown to include RS links gateway. I'm sorry, factory talk links gateway that really kind of tries to take the place of RS links classic gateway. And um, it looks like they're doing a great job here. They've added DDE and an Excel real-time data interface. Like a lot of people want to get data right from their uh, uh, Rockwell PLCs into uh, Excel and um, they got a lot more uh, support for the OPC UA. And uh, just a lot of news here. There's also news, um, recent news about Links Classic. So if you're not familiar, version 4.31, I don't even have this installed, um, just came out and it has the latest uh, V35 EDS files built in. You know, V35 came out in, in uh, late, uh, late last year. We had um, the Rockwell folks on the show, on the podcast, talking all about V35 and what's going on with that. We also had the hardware guys on talking about control logics as well. So um, check out the automation podcast if you missed those shows. But um, just a great post by Ron. You don't often see product managers posting and interacting with the customers directly in a forum. And I, I just want to give kudos to Ron. I, I also put an invite to him to see if he wants to come on the uh, the Automation podcast and talk to the audience. But uh, I, I really support this. I think this is just a great way to, to really um, talk directly to, to really you know interface directly to and bring information directly to the customer because. Everybody's so busy. It's hard to actually find time to sit down with your local rep. You know, if if you have any left in your area, I know several spots have been closed over the years. So with that, every Wednesday, which was yesterday, uh, Grace has a, what they call a hump day blog. And uh, this is another good one. They always have a cartoon too, which I always, I always enjoy. But this is another one that talks about material handling. Okay. And uh, you know what the challenges are, you know, in the past, a lot of material handling was just from, you know, either unloading a pallet or loading a pallet, right? Or boxing, casing, or, um, you know, transferring material from one machine to another or one cell to another, not a very long distance, right? Um, and now, today, we're seeing a lot more challenges of maybe taking the, the product right out of the warehouse and again, this has been done for ages, but more and more people are doing it now where they're taking products right out of the warehouse with a robot, right, a mobile robot, and bringing it to the to the uh, de- uh, decaser or depalletizer, right? And uh, conversely, taking it right off the end of the line and automatically putting it in inventory. Now, again, you know, back when I started in, in 1990, I was visiting plants that were already doing this, but we're seeing this more and more um, with more and more facilities where that wasn't typically done. And part of the reason for that is, um, you know the Great Resignation, and just you know more people interested in tech jobs, and and less in uh, the hands-on jobs like driving a forklift and whatnot. Not that there's anything wrong with those jobs. I I did that. I worked in warehouses when I was a kid. So um, those are great jobs. They pay well, but. You know, as more and more of our youth grow up with touchscreens and and electronics and software, they kind of gravitate to going into that world. So, um, you know, you just see a a bigger demand for that. And they talk about that quite a bit in this article. And then they also work in, um, you know, how do you monitor if these things are are working or not? And they have a line of products that do that. And I think they work it in pretty gracefully. Hey, it's grace. (laughs) But in any case, um, so a good read if you're interested in that topic. Next up, we have an article from Panduit. I've been waiting for them to publish something that may catch our interest. You know, Panduit is just huge in our industry. They provide so much that goes in our panels and and, and the competitors of Panduit, you know, provide competitive products as well. But in any case, um, they have so much that that uh, that applies to industrial automation, but they also work in so many other industries that a lot of their articles and blogs haven't really been focused on us. But this one is. And um, you don't think this is funny maybe, but it's it's about... The different types of adhesive-backed mounts, okay? Now, you may say, why are we talking about this? But, you know, I really, th- this is pretty important because if you buy the wrong type of uh, sticky backs, I like to call them, um, you know, they'll fall off. They just don't last. As a matter of fact, I've seen it in uh, here around the studio where, you know, some of the the devices, some of the products don't, they just don't last. And when it gets down in the fifties and forties, you know, and um, in any case, so this really goes back to three different types of adhesives that go on the back of the products like this. And so if you're interested in that, if you use these, if you're building panels or uh, rewiring panels, you may want to come in and take a look at the rubber based versus acrylic based versus high bond. They also have a link in here to their catalog, which has all their Sticky backs is what I call them. Um, adhesive backed, uh, you know, cable management systems um, so that uh, you can download a copy of that and put it on your hard drive. But I just thought this was interesting. Um, next up is uh, an article from SME. And uh, this is entitled Smart Ways for Manufacturers to Embrace Industry 4.0. Now, this is actually an interview with Jeff Winter. He used to be an industry 4.0, uh, you know, evangelist for a company in industrial automation, a and uh, he's now moved on to Microsoft and he talks about what his role is there, what his role was at Grand Tech and what his role is now. And I thought the interview was interesting, but more interesting um, is how he talks about all the research he did and how he put that into a, a couple articles. And I've also linked one of those articles that he mentions in this story where it's uh 1500 words, all about industry 4.0, very confusing topics. He talks about how he actually joined some, uh, some international committees working groups to try to work through all the language and, and standardize it you know what's the difference between a smart factory and industry 4.0 and this and that and the other thing so i thought it was a very interesting um uh, article and i also linked to his 1500 word you know what is industry 4.0 um article that's on the isa website as well but uh, i just thought it was an interesting interview and i wanted to share it with you this morning uh, next up, we have a podcast from ABB. Now, not all of you are going to be into racing. I understand that. Some of you are into football. Some of you are into baseball, basketball, whatever. But if you're into racing, um, this interview uh, talks about um, the uh, how ABB going into creating and providing the charging units for all electric racing. So that's a big new trend that's going on. So is automated racing, um, where you have uh, autonomous cars that are racing each other. But, um, in any case, if you're in the racing or if you're into, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, electric vehicles or charging or VFDs or ABB, you may find this interesting. I listened to, I think 95% of the interview and it was pretty interesting. But again, if you're not into racing, you may, or, or one of those other categories, you may not be interested in this podcast. All right. Next up, we finally get the C Red Lions new. Let me see if I can go full screen on this new switch, we get a glimpse in this teaser video. So this is, they've been teasing it on social media. They've been teasing it uh, on on, uh, on uh, their website. And we really up to this point, haven't got a good picture of it, but there it is. So um, this is the latest uh, next gen uh, ethernet switch, industrial ethernet switch from uh, Entron and Red Lion. And uh, I'm hoping we get our hands on it. I hope we'll be able to get a look at it. I uh, I am on a, under an NDA with Red Lion, but I don't know anything um, that, that I, that I, uh, can't disclose cause we haven't talked about it yet. So, um, that is public. That's a YouTube video. That's also on their, um, on their uh, Twitter feed. So, uh, that's public information. With that said, I want to go over to our product spotlight for today and I'm spotlighting my original PLC basics course. Now this course, actually, this is the second edition. I uh, released the first one after my Kickstarter back in 2014. And, um, what i I did is i went back i refilmed the whole thing and uh, i expanded it too to include the micrologix 1100 because the free software programs both the 1000 the 1100 and the free emulator and so this is a great course you can get into this course for starting at uh, 50 dollars. you know if you buy the 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 standard edition you want to go to the extended edition you can upgrade for the difference in price just drop me uh, an email and um The extended edition comes with uh, any video I've ever done on uh, this type of micrologics product, as well as it includes um, a free upgrade to the next gen. I'm going to do a deep dive on micrologics. I'm calling it the ultimate micrologics course. And uh, when you buy the extended edition of PLC basics, you get that for free. And uh, it's, it's not filmed yet but you get automatically enrolled in it and you'll get every new lesson as it comes out this summer. So I wanted to share that with you. This is the, I think the best course I have. If you are a um, electrician technician, or you have somebody on your staff who who's interested in PLCs, maybe they're wiring, maybe they're doing um, maintenance and they really want to get into automation and programming. They just feel like they have a knack for that. Um, this would be the course I recommend they start with. I actually cover in this course, what ladder logic is, how it works, and um, I have some slides in there where I go through and I walk through exactly how it works and several scenarios. I talk about data because a lot of people who, you know, don't have a background in computer programming, they don't know what a bit, byte, and word is, right? So I cover that in this course too. And I try to keep everything, you know, at the level where an electrician can say, okay, this is, this is coming to me at, a right, at the right speed so I can learn from it. We've actually had several people go through this course and then triple their income, because they went from being the maintenance electrician to going into, you know, different plants called different things, the E&I shop or, you know, um, you know in the people who maintain the automation. So, um, you know, it's a good way if you want to move up. Now, again, some people don't. And that's great, too. If, you're, if you love what you're doing and don't want to learn, then this course isn't for you. But um, for those who do want to learn. This is a great question. We do group enrollment. We've had a couple of customers contact us just yesterday about group enrollment um, and wanting to enroll five people in all the courses we have. And we do discounts for that and all of that. So in any case, uh, I want to go over to uh, birthdays. Now, if today's your birthday, I want to wish you a sincere, happy birthday wish. I hope you have an awesome day. If you are connected with me on LinkedIn and you have your birthday in your uh, profile, then you'll show up on the following list here. And I just want to wish all my connections. A very happy birthday. Sean, Fabian, Gary, uh, Prahat, Muhammad, Akif, Zandos, Yagra, Forrest, Rodrigo, uh, Goku, David, Jeff, Jeffrey. That's it. So I want to wish all my connections a happy birthday. And if it's your birthday in the audience, I want to wish you a happy birthday as well. So next in the community spotlight here, we have uh, automation.locals.com. This is where you can go for the price of a cup of coffee once a month. You can be part of our community. You can ask questions. You'll get every single update I do. Like I had an episode of the Automation Podcast yesterday, which talks to where I sit down with Siemens and talk about the ET200SP motor starters. So think Remote I.O. line, in-cabinet Remote I.O., where you actually put a motor starter right on the I.O. rack. And it's pretty cool stuff. So uh, you can check that out. And, um, you know, every time I do one of these uh, morning shows, I put it up there as well. And, of course, we have customer questions come in. You know, this one's about the uh, the free Slick 100 software download. And uh, other questions we've had people ask about panel views, PLCs, and all kinds of stuff up here. So feel free to join. You can also, if it's something confidential, you can message me here as well. With that, I wanna go over to the automate.news site. This is where I put all the links every morning to everything uh, that we cover in the show. And uh, once the show is done and I go to uh, start editing it and rendering it, um, I'll also do a text version up here at theautomationblog.com. So if you find yourself in a place where you can't actually listen to uh, the show, you can always read about it here, right here at theautomationblog.com. And I also include the links up there as well. Okay. So with that, that is the end of today's show. I want to wish you all an awesome Thursday. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay safe. And until next time, my friends, peace.